Hi, my name is Gina Yu, and I'm the co-host of the Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. I co-host the show with my mother, who immigrated to America from Korea in her late 20s. Each week, we share a relaxed and honest conversation to explore the joys and complexities of being a woman, being a mother, and being Asian in America. My hope is that listening to my mother and me share these conversations will make you smile, laugh, probably cry a little, and importantly, encourage you to talk to your own mother or other elder and hear their story too. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Convos with My Korean Mother podcast. Thank you for joining. Today, we're going to be talking about a big topic. Today, we're going to be talking about racism. Now, I believe no matter what minority you are, if you are a minority, you've most likely dealt with racism, maybe from an early age even. Now, the surprising thing was that in this conversation, I expected my mother to come to the table with a lot of different memories, you know, things to get off of her chest, some anger, disappointment. But instead, she maintained a pretty relaxed energy throughout the conversation, which really surprised me. You know, even in the prep work that we had done before recording, she told me that she couldn't even remember. She said, I'm having a hard time even thinking of memories about racism, which I thought was so incredible. And I, I said to her, I've been next to you at times when people were being racist to you. You have definitely faced racism. Now, we addressed this during our conversation. I asked her how she's able to maintain such a relaxed attitude about all of this. And her answer, I thought, was very enlightening and interesting And I hope that to you listeners, maybe you guys will have a moment of discovery as you hear her explanation. Because for me, it really was helpful to understand her perspective. And it really made sense to me. And it also helped me understand why I had a different attitude towards racism than she did. So let's delve into it. Here is my convo with my Korean mother. Okay, what is your first memory of racism in America? Racism, what's racism in Korean? Racism. 사람들은 엄마가 나쁘게 하는 거 엄마 한국 사람이니까 when people are mean to you because you're Korean. Racism, 한국말은 뭐야? The word racism. Okay. 아니, 뭐냐고. 나도 모르겠어. Racism? Okay. 엄마 28-year-old 있을 때 왔잖아. 그래서 펜실베이니아 시골에 갔잖아. So you were 28 when you arrived. You went to kind of like, you know, the country, Bundaki, not Bundaki, but it's the country kind of, of countryside of Pennsylvania. There's mm. not a lot of Asian people, right? Not a lot of Korean people, except your family. So there was, was there any, ra- was there, there must have been racism. 처음에 이제 미국에 왔더니 그 동네 아줌마가 어, 여기는 폴리스가 제일 무서운 사람이라고 폴리스만 만나면은 울라고 얘기했어요. So when I first arrived here, there was a neighborhood lady who said, if you, the police are the most scary, or the scariest. Yes. Um, 
people here and if you see them cry 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 couldn't do, what nationality was she um, korean 아줌마 그 아줌마 후 어, 동네 한국 아줌마가 폴리스만 만나면 무조건 울면은 봐준다고. Oh, it was a Korean lady, and she said, "If you start crying, they will forgive you for whatever thing you did." 어, 좀 불쌍하게 여기면 생각하면은 티켓을 덜 내준다고 okay, 그런 so 말을. Okay, so we're talking about car tickets. So like, she, the advice she received from a neighborhood Korean lady was, "If you if you're getting pulled over for a ticket." Start crying, and they'll look at you, um, very, you know, like, oh, this poor woman doesn't even speak English, and and they'll forgive you, and they won't give you the ticket. 그래서 그렇게 해가지고 봐준 폴리스도 있고 어떤 폴리스는 더 많이 티켓을 띄고. So there are some policemen where that worked, and you know they were more forgiving, and then there are other policemen who were the opposite, where it seemed like they were more. You know, kind of 한 번은 일곱 번을 일곱 개를 띄었는데 음, tickets를. A, a policeman gave seven tickets to 엄마, to you. Yeah. 엄마만, just you. 한 카에 이거 잘못했다, 저거 잘못했다 막. For one car, were you in the car? Oh yeah. 누구? And who else? 음 나하고 남편하고 둘이 있었는데 티켓을 많이 just 먹은 her, 게 생각이 났습니다. Uh, just her and my father. So I think that's it. Yeah, that that. I mean, who knows why? But seven tickets for that's a lot. Yeah, that's not normal. 또한 번은 스탑 사인에 차를 드라이브하고 가다가 스탑에 했는데 포, 이제 우리가 너무 바짝 붙으니까 창문을 열라고 표시를 하더니. 권총을 갖다 들이대는 거예요. So they were at us. 엄마 그리고 아빠? 그리고 이모하고 이모부하고. Oh, so it was my mom, my father, and then her 큰 이모. Yeah. Her eldest sister and the husband, and they're all in a car, and they're at a stop sign, and they, because they stopped too close to the sign. Yes, yeah. To the sign mm -hmm. or to another car. Stop sign에 시그널 앞에 차가 두 개가 섰는데, 어. 우리가 너무 바짝 크로스했다고 창문을 내리라 그러더니 권총을 아니 패신저가 같이 드라이브 하는 사람들이 아나폴리스가 아니지 자기한테 너무 바짝이 왔다고 아니면 스탑 아니 이모부가 빵빵을 했는가 우리가 조금 난 조금 그래서 이모가 빵빵거리고 조금 빨리 가라고 조금 푸시를 했더니 uh, so maybe the uncle my uncle like honked the horn or you know did something a little to 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 trigger this other car full of people mm -hmm. 그래서 갑자기 네 명이 손을 번쩍 들고 uh. 그랬던 생각도 나고. Wait, 근데 총 갖고 나 창문으로 왔다고? 창문을 열라 그러더니 어. 창 창문에서 총을 이렇게 대는가 우리한테. 어. 자기 자기 어, 차에서 from his uh -huh. <웃음> 갑자기 우리 네 명이 손을 다 들고 우리 지금 이모. 옆에 있었어? 어. So they were next to the car that my mother was in, and they honked or something, and the the people in the other car rolled down their window. And then they had a gun, which sounds 
Very scary. 그래서 그때는 한국으로 돌아가면 좋겠다. 너무 무섭다. And she had thought at that point, I want to go back to Korea. I had thoughts of I want to go back to Korea. So that's interesting because 그거가 racism 아니잖아 그거. 근데 anyways, that's a big memory and 그거 했으니까. So even though that wasn't necessarily a memory about racism, at the end of it, it made you think, I want to go back to my country. 근데 한국을 가려고 하다가 주저앉는 게 우리 아들 딸은 여기서 태어나서 얘네들은 뿌리가 여기다 생각을 해서 루트가. So then, the, you know, despite those thoughts of wanting to go back to Korea, she would have thoughts of, you know, my kids, my son and daughter are born here, their roots are here. 그래서 어느 엄마 아빠나 그렇게 힘든 일이 있어도 애들 때문에 다 참고 살았던 것 같습니다. And she thinks that any mother and father, no matter how difficult of a time they have and the hardships they have, they, they think on behalf of their children and they sacrifice and it's hard. Okay. Well, okay, so that's like maybe three, four stories? 근데 그 메모리에서 아주 별로 엄마 안 하는 것 같아. It sounds like you're not very like mad about people being racist to you. 그냥 항상 남이 나라에 사니까 이 정도는 참아도 된다 mm. 그런 생각을 하고 살았던 것 같습니다. So she said, I've always felt like I'm living in someone else's country, and so I've thought if it's this much. That I'm getting, it's acceptable. Oh, 언어도 uh, 안 통하고 문화도 안 통하고 그랬는데. 언어 언어 그렇고 문화. Language하고 custom이 틀려가지고. Uh, so 참아, language is different. Cultures are different. 참아야 참고 살아야 된다고 생각했는데 지금은 아닙니다. And so I thought that I'd have to just um, suffer through it and just be patient and hold it all in and. And live, but now I don't feel that way. 이제는 왜 그렇게 변해? Why do you feel that way now? 지금은 이미 이세들이 많이 태어나기도 했고. 그거 이민 그 뭐야? 이미 우리 이미 일세니까 돈만 벌고 참고 살았는데 이미 이세들이 이제 정치하는 사람들. Yeah. 걔네들이 많이 그랍됐으니까 이제는 우리도 힘을 갖고 파워를 만들어야 되겠다는 생각을 하고 있습니다. So she was saying, now it's not. It's different because. She's first generation, and first generation just 참게 참는 거가 뭐지? Just kind of like holds it all in and sucks it up and just works hard to get money and make a living. But then the second generation is born here, raised here. They're educated, more educated, have more professional jobs, and that somehow feels like they give the first generation strength. To demand justice and equality and being treated well. Very interesting. 나는 나는 first 나도 똑같이 question 나 혼자 answer하려고. What's my first memory of racism? I exactly 기억이 안 나는데 I can't remember exactly, but probably nothing until I'm three. Probably right, three or four, right? Because three or four, you're a little baby. You're with your mom and dad all the time. No one's gonna be racist to you. Um, I don't remember how old I was. Maybe so. I have a memory, and 나도 좀 
hard time 해서 내가 나 진짜 first time gen, uh, racism memory 기억이 못한데 뭐, 뭐였지? Mm. So I couldn't remember myself. I was, I was thinking to myself like what was the first memory of racism? I can't remember. But one memory I have when I was like pretty young that's a that's a, not a big memory but it's it's always with me. It's a small one. I think it's racism but I think it's racism. Is um, maybe I was elementary school so maybe maybe eight, nine, ten years old, and Opa, my brother, big brother, was with me, and we were in Queens or Brooklyn, I can't remember, I think Queens, like maybe Flushing, and I think Oma, Appa, you were doing something, maybe like you were in the hair salon, mm. and it took a long time, it takes like two, three hours, so Opa and I had time, and we went to the movies alone, so we go to the ticket booth, and we ask, uh, what time is this movie or how much is this movie? I don't know. Or maybe ticket. Okay, we're asking about tickets or timing or bought a ticket or something. And then the guy, he's trying to be like funny. And he says, Oh, is it you and your girlfriend? You know, he's trying to be cute, you know, like because we're like, you know, we're young. And oh, is it you and your girlfriend? He's trying to be cute. But I was so annoyed. At that age, it was so annoying to me. And 지금까지도 조금 기억해 항상 그거 그래서 big memory도 아니잖아. It's not a big memory, but I always remember that, and it's so annoying because 아주 I'm not very mad, very sad. I'm just it's just annoying. But oh. oh. I think it's racism because 한국 애들 Asian 애들 많이 없어서. 두에 같이 있으면 oh they must be boyfriend girlfriend 그렇게 생각하냐봐 그래서 I think maybe that's why they thought because there aren't a lot 같은데. of Asian my mom says I don't think that's it 그건 아닐 것 같고 나는 she says she doesn't think that's it wait I have to translate it because I was thinking I don't know if this is you know a memory that it's rooted in racism that I face but I feel like it could have been because because we were a minority like everyone just assumes like oh they're a minority. It's a boy and a girl, and they're the same minority, so they must be a couple, or they must be boyfriend-girlfriend, which, I mean, we were very young, so this guy was joking. He was being cute, but it was so annoying to me. But later in my life, it, it was always like that. So, like, high school, in high school, if there was, you know, if there was three Asian boys, then everyone thinks I like the three Asian boys or that those three Asian boys like me because we're the only Asian people. And I didn't like that feeling. That's my memory. But you 나는, don't think it's racist? Uh, 나는 킹더가든 때 다리가 다쳤다고 I hurt my ankle or foot. 학교로 오라 그럴 때 이제 학교로 가도 이제 영어를 못 하니까 우선 이렇게 겁이 나서 가는데 네가 so the school called my mother to come pick me up because I was hurt and she was initially fearful. 어, 엄마 저기 스쿨 아니 티처 룸으로 가라고. So then she, she piggy, I piggyback her and she said I instructed her to go to the teacher's office. 그러면서 어, 나 우리 엄마가 데리고 나 다리 아파서 간다고 티처한테 얘기하고 에브리바디한테 내 등에서 막 영어로 하는 걸 보고 얼마나 프라우드하고 이렇게 내가 이렇게 기운이 난 에너지가 나는지 나는 영어 못해서 무서운데 얘가 막 그랬던 게 너무 이렇게 그때 그때 
막 프라우더가 아 얘네들이 영어를 잘하니까 나도 상관없 나도 이제 괜찮다라는 그때 그 생각이 아직도 안 잊어버리죠. So she says when I was on her piggyback, piggybacking her, and then I went into the classroom and I told the teacher, I hurt my foot, so I have to come. This is my mother. She's taking me home. I explained it to the kids, to the teachers, and she was kind of like. Feeling a little anxious and nervous, and like you know, just less than because she didn't speak English. But then to have her daughter, who's in kindergarten, with such confidence, you know, just lay it all out and say, "This is what's happening." Da da da. Feeling so good, and it made her feel so proud of me, and and it built it up her confidence too at the same time. And it's a memory that still stays with her today. And I vaguely remember that. That's a cool, cool kid. 그리고 영어를 못하니까 항상 주눅 들고 살았던 생각이 들어요. 주눅이 뭐야? 주눅이 뭐라 그럴까? 좀 무서워게 사는 거 무서워서 mm. 그러고 사는 게. Because she doesn't speak English, she's always lived with kind of a maybe insecurity or fear. 응, f e l 도 그렇고 uncomfortable. uncomfortable하고. Yeah, discomfort, insecurity. I think it's more like yeah, sure. I would feel that way. 나도 그렇게 feel 하겠지. Language도. 그래서 나도 한국 가면 내가 아무것도 하기 싫잖아. Uh, uh. So when I go to Korea, I don't want to do anything. I make my mom do everything and ask for everything and take all the calls and buy everything or go to the register. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Some observations I made. First off, I love how we go through the entire conversation without actually saying the word racism in Korean. It just goes to show how a willingness and an openness to have a good conversation together is more important than precise vocabulary. Because for sure, my mother and I sometimes lack those exact vocabulary words now and then. Another observation I made was how patient my mother is. With me, as I struggle to get what she's trying to say, I mean the car story where she, where she's held at gunpoint essentially. I feel like it took me three different times of reiterating what I my version of, of what I thought she was trying to say until I finally got it. Another observation was my memory, my earliest memory of racism. I don't even. Know if it's racism, which just goes to show you how gray racism is, and you know what racism can be to one person is not for another. Which clearly you could tell my in the conversation, my mother did not think my memory was an example of racism, whereas I did. And it's just one of those things that's not black and white, and it's it's personal. Two big takeaways that I had from this conversation was how my mother and I have such a different perspective, even though we're both Korean, living in America. Me being born here and raised here, it just makes it a different experience for me, and I think that's clear based on how my mother is so kind of detached. From racism in her perspective, how you know she doesn't, she didn't sound very angry or resentful as she was sharing her stories, as she was talking about the topic racism, 
And when I asked her how she could be so calm and why she didn't seem so mad, her response in saying that she always felt like she was in someone else's country, I mean, as soon as she said that, it clicked to me. And I thought, oh, of course. Because I think sometimes I I get into this thought that, you know, I'm Korean, my mother's Korean, and therefore we will feel we will feel the same way, we'll think the same way. But her immigrating here and me being born here makes it so different for us. Another big takeaway for me was how I, I noticed there was a theme in her two memories of the strong relationship and interdependence between the first and second generation. And, you know, the first memory she talks about how at one point she was feeling homesick, how she thought, you know, had thoughts of wanting to return to Korea. But in the end, it was her thought and concern over the second generation, over her children that prevailed. And an example of how she put herself after her children. So the first generation comes second in a way. And then the second memory she had of when I was in kindergarten, I just thought that was so beautiful because here she is in this other foreign country that she feels like isn't her own. She feels like an outsider. She's being called into school. She's worried she's not going to understand what they need to tell her. And then she comes out of it surprised and uplifted by her daughter who is fluently speaking English bringing her confidence as a result. And it was interesting for me to hear that because, you know, I was just in kindergarten then. And the first generation, as we, as the second generation well knows, have sacrificed so much for us on our behalf. And we hear that rhetoric time and time again from our parents, most likely, that they sacrifice a lot for us, that how hard they worked, we rarely hear them talk about how the second generation, how we have given to them. And I'm not saying that as a criticism of, you know, they don't thank us enough or they don't tell us and acknowledge how we've, what you know, what we've done to contribute. But it was just nice to hear that. And as a parent myself of two young children, neither of whom are old enough to be in kindergarten, just to put myself in her place and imagine like going into a situation into school where you don't you don't really know what's going to happen and you're worried because of your poor language skills and then coming out feeling uplifted and confident and strengthened by your kindergarten daughter like that's such a an incredible and beautiful story i think and it just shows you that relationship of that first and second generation of how they relied on each other and they they received strength and support from each other, which is so powerful and unique. And I think that's something that will be different between my daughters and me. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll join us next time on Convos with My Korean Mother. Mother.